to help you systematize your accounting firm so that you can earn more while working less. Today, I want to talk about improving your recruitment process so that you're only bringing on A players onto your team. Low performers drag your firm down while high performers will help alleviate bottlenecks and add grade A capacity to your business. So it's clear we want to add high performers to your team. We also want to make sure we don't end up in a situation where you bring on a team member and they quickly turn over, either because they were dismissed or because they quit. In fact, studies have shown that 46% of employees fail within the first 18 months, while only 19% of those are considered high performers. We want to avoid you falling within these negative stats. Doing so is part of a larger strategy, but one critical step that can help you is by implementing a skill test in your recruitment process, typically followed after your one-on-one interview with the candidate. There's a few reasons to skill test candidates. One is to test for technical skills. Two is to test for attitudes required for success in the role and in the organization. And this is a critical step because 89% of employees aren't failing due to lack of technical skills, but due to lack of the correct attitudes required to succeed. If you think about it, the team members that have given you the most headaches aren't typically the ones that aren't technically competent. They're the ones that aren't accountable, are self-centered, not problem solvers, etc. So a skill test is a great opportunity to test for these critical attitudes before making an offer. And the third reason the skill test is because you'll have a pretty good window into what it's like to work with this individual. The skill test you devise is entirely dependent on the role you're hiring for and what you specifically want to test for. I'll give you a few examples here, but the most important step of a skill test is to be able to devise one in a way where you can predict what success looks like. For example, when we skill test our virtual assistants, we're looking for a few things, ability to follow processes and instructions, attention to detail, ability to demonstrate judgment, ability to meet deadlines, excellent written communication skills, and problem-solving skills. So we'll devise a test that consists of a few exercises, and with each exercise, we are testing for some of those abilities. We might share an existing standard operating procedure and ask them to complete a mock-up task at Future Firm, but we'll perhaps intentionally mix up a few steps in the SOP to see if they can not only follow it, but also if they're able to use their best judgment to complete it. We'll ask them to complete all the exercises by a certain date and to record a Loom video explaining what they've done and to keep the video to under four minutes to see if they can meet deadlines, communicate well, and also pay attention to the detail of keeping the video to less than four minutes. These are just a few very simple examples, but ultimately, when we give the skill test, we already know upfront what a good result looks like and what a bad result looks like, so it's very easy to grade the candidate. And along the way, the candidate is able to email us to ask questions and collaborate with us, so we get some really good insight into how they perform. Without this step, we would have undoubtedly brought the wrong people onto the team. Several candidates have unfortunately not made it past this step. Generally, our skill tests are around three business days to complete, but the other day we ran into a bit of a different skill test with a developer we were hiring. Instead of the typical skill test we would give to our VAs, 
we actually made this a week long skill test to troubleshoot a particular issue we were having with our site where we had to collaborate with our developer. So yes, we did include several mini tests like send us a daily loom video no longer than X minutes and to CC this person and that person on all of our email communications to see if they did that. But other than that, we just wanted to see if this individual could work well together with our existing developer and whether he was able to make some progress on a particular issue. This gave us amazing insight into how it was to work with him and also allowed our existing developer to weigh in on whether he was a good fit or not. Sometimes your skill tasks will take a bit of thought depending on the role, but ultimately the point of this episode is to stress the importance of this step. Yes, it takes a bit more time up front, but it can save you a ton of time and money on the back end. And the last thing I'll say about this is that your skill test should be paid, meaning these candidates shouldn't be working for free. If you need more help when it comes to putting together a skill test or when it comes to landing top tier talent, we have specific self-paced online courses and templates you can swipe inside of our Future Firm Accelerate online coaching program. You'll learn how you can systematize your firm so that you're working less while scaling up your firm so that you can enjoy more time with your family and on vacation. You'll get access to coaching when you're stuck and you'll also join a 700 plus member community of like-minded firm owners you can collaborate with to share best practices. For more information, just head on over to www.futurefirmaccelerate.com. So that's all for today. Hopefully you found today's episode helpful and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.